Hey everybody, welcome back to another night of Walk It Out. My name is Gretchen Cannon. I'm the community pastor at Grace Church in Choctaw, and I have Jody Brown with me. Hello. And last time we talked about what an advisor was. So we are continuing our series on the Eastern Oklahoma County Resource Center, just bringing awareness and definition to it for those that uh, might want to get involved, might want to, uh, might need some assistance, might want to give financially to it. So um, Jody is also a pastor here at Grace Church, but she is on the board of the Resource Center. If you caught her video a few times ago, she, we talked a little bit about her role and stuff like that. But she also volunteers as an advisor and as a Samaritan. Mm-hmm. But she is our local volunteer coordinator at Grace Church. And so all of the partnering churches have a designated volunteer coordinator. And she happens to be ours. Um, but if you hear this, if you hear any of the videos and you're like, I want to get involved and you attend one of our partnering churches, mm-hmm. just contact their church office and find out who the volunteer coordinator is. So then you can um, get with them and get connected. Mm-hmm. If you don't attend one of them, just contact the resource center 405-297-4998 or EOCRC.org and just let them know you're interested in volunteering and Jeff will work with you. Leave a message if he doesn't answer, but, um, and he'll get back to you. So anyway, today we're going to talk about a Samaritan. We are. Cause last week we talked about an advisor. We did. And, uh, want to just bring some definition to it. Uh, talk about some misconceptions. Mm-hmm. I know one of your hearts was to make sure that everybody understood it wasn't like a normal food pantry. Right. And um, some of those things we really want to connect relationally to give the Holy right. Spirit room to. The to, food pantry is yeah. just that bridge. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So they go. come in <laughs> for their appointment. They meet mm-hmm. with an advisor. Mm-hmm. Advisor gets information, maybe a little uh like clarity on what their situation mm-hmm. is and they pass it on to a Samaritan. Right. And so what does a Samaritan do? <laughs> what is it? So it comes out of the story um, of the good Samaritan in Luke 10, I believe it is. Um, but it's really where the, so the people that come in for assistance from the community, we call them neighbors. Mm-hmm. And so, um, our heart is that every neighbor would have a Samaritan, would have somebody that will connect with them, that will, um, and it it really is a very broad, which I think is part of the thing that makes it really hard, is that it's like we have really broad lanes that you can walk in. And so as an advisor, I try to listen for things that would say like, this person probably has a whole lot of needs happening. Mm-hmm. So we had a homeless gentleman show up the other day, like his laundry list of needs, even without talking to him mm-hmm. are probably fairly um, obvious. Yeah. And um, so to partner him with somebody who doesn't have as much time mm-hmm. on their hands, um, like that's not a real good fit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I try to listen to, like, what are their needs? Are they talkers? Mm-hmm. We had a gentleman come in the other day, and I was listening to him, and I was like, I need to get somebody who's willing to, like, listen to a lot of talking because he had a whole lot of mm-hmm. words. And he needs some assistance. His assistance 
was not like his needs weren't huge. And after talking to the advisor, what he said to me was his biggest need is he has some really skewed ideas about who God is. Mm -hmm. And he needs somebody that will listen Mm -hmm. and that knows who God is and can speak some truth and lead him into maybe some, some different beliefs about who his heavenly father is. And so it really is, um, just being willing, willing to connect Mm -hmm. and let the Lord, because at the end of the day, I can make all the assumptions of what they may need and what kind of personality they are, but only the father knows their heart and he knows what they truly have need of. Mm -hmm. And so, um, being willing to, um, take the information the advisor gives you and just reach out and connect with them. What we're finding is most people won't answer a phone, right? Most people, including myself, like no judgment, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we have to initial initially start with a text yeah. like, Hey, this is Jody mm-hmm. from Grace Church. I'm working with the EOCRC following up on your pantry visit. How are you today? Would you have time for a short phone call or visit or whatever? Yeah. Um, and which, some, is, which is what we do with the Christmas outreach. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. We send right. a text and say, this is who I am. This is why I'm contacting you. Mm-hmm. When would be a good time to talk? And then, and we encourage our advisors to do their best to remember to lay the groundwork for the Samaritan. Yeah. Like our heart is mm-hmm. to connect with you and to make sure that you know, we want you to be thriving. We don't want you just surviving mm-hmm. and getting from one place to the next place. Um, and so be looking for somebody to reach out to yeah. you. And and then we just leave it up to the Lord and to the people who are making the mm-hmm. phone calls and receiving them, how much connection and interaction happens with that. Um, yeah. In the previous one, as the advisor, you were talking about the mom who came in that was trying to get graduated from nursing school this mm-hmm. month. Like she just had a very short term need. Yeah. And, um, I knew that she had teenage kids. Mm -hmm. And so I connected them with somebody who I knew had a heart for teenagers. Mm -hmm. And when they reached out to her, she just told them like, she's busy. She's raising babies. She's single. Mm -hmm. She's She's going to school. school. She's getting ready to start a new job. Mm -hmm. She's like, I really don't need anything else. And it was obvious. She just wasn't interested or had the space for connection and and, and stuff like that. And that's fine. Yeah. You can do all you can do is offer it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, um, but if like when, because she was going to need to come back that next month, probably for Mm -hmm. um, assistance with food, because I was the advisor that assisted her. So um, when she's ready to come back, then she will contact the Samaritan and say, I need an appointment to be able to, or I'm going to need some food and the Samaritan will kind of visit with them about what their mm-hmm. needs are and make sure it's not like emergency. Like I have nothing left in my home to eat mm-hmm. or feed my family. Um, and then the Samaritan then will get with Jeff at the resource center and schedule an appointment um, or, right. or get Jeff back in touch with that family mm-hmm. to get an appointment scheduled. So the Samaritan is really the connector between the neighbor who's needing assistance and the resource center itself and other resources. So um, one of my ladies needed assistance with uh, making sure her apartment was cleaned once a month. And so 
um, the Samaritan has a resource um, guide mm-hmm. with all of these different mm-hmm. resources. And they are able to take that resource guide then and say, you might check into this agency and this agency. Mm-hmm. Here's their information. Mm-hmm. And so it's not on the Samaritan, just like what she talked about. Like that mom was way too, uh, like her head, her head underwater. She's trying to keep it up and she really didn't need any other assistance. She mm-hmm. just needed food to get them by. And so with that, having, um, uh, just being able to like the, being able to be relieved of the pressure that it is not up to you to make all of this work Mm -hmm. for everybody. It is only up to you to reach out to the um, neighbor to see what their needs are. And if we have resources that can um, assist assist them them. and provide support in any way that they Mm -hmm. can, like the gentleman that needed um, a better understanding about who God was. If that is not, if you're not comfortable with that, then connect him with somebody in your church that can do that and that Mm -hmm. he can meet with to grow or maybe a small group or something like that to where he can learn and grow um, in that. And so with the example of the lady who needed her house cleaning, we did not have any resources for Mm -hmm. that. So her Samaritan... And this, and this really was the heart, like, behind the Samaritan. Like, she called her. They talked for a few minutes. This need came up um, again. Mm-hmm. And the Samaritan said, like, I don't know, but if you'll give me a few days, I'll see if I can find one. Mm-hmm. And so the Samaritan actually got on Facebook and went to some of the city uh, community pages, I guess mm-hmm. they're called, like Friends of Choctaw or yeah, whatever. Much to yeah. do about McLeod yeah. is one. Yeah. Everything, Hera kind Talking of thing. around Jones. And yeah. she just said, this is what we're doing. This is what we need. Does anybody have any any resources out there? And um, And I actually think a couple of people reached out to her, and she was clear, like, this is an older lady who's on a fixed income. She does not have money to pay for this. Like, right. we're this not is going to be a volunteer that, yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, or if you know of an agency that does this for right. elderly. Yeah. And so we do ask the Samaritans to let the neighbors put feet to their things mm-hmm. because that's ownership. Yeah. That's owning your life. Let's go where we want to go because that's how they're going to, that's how they're going to thrive in life. Right. Not right. depending on somebody else to do all the things that need to be done. Yeah. Um, with the exception of, um, if it's older people who just cannot navigate a computer, don't mm-hmm. have, I mean, most of these people don't have computers sitting around their house mm-hmm. and it's hard in today's age because almost everything is done over the computer And there's a gentleman in our church who had a stroke and who stutters and he needed to get like, he needed to get on social security. He needed to be Mm -hmm. able to do these things. And it was, it just happened to be during COVID and he couldn't because he couldn't talk to all the automations fast enough and clear enough for them to to get anywhere. Like he needed somebody to step in and help him. Not because he wasn't willing, just he was absolutely unable. Yeah. And so it's kind of what I'm talking about, like take in. Mm-hmm. And if, if it's something they're just completely unable to do, it's not like you can't make the phone call for them. Yeah. But as much as possible for them that they take ownership of their mm-hmm. life and where they're at and where they're going. We just want to help facilitate, provide connections and connections. Stuff, right. Yeah. As needed. And just to be Jesus, whatever that mm-hmm. looks like. 
you know, yeah, because Jesus didn't do all the things for people. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a Samaritan is not somebody that comes on site to the physical resource mm-hmm. center. I kind of call it the headquarters. <laughs> you don't come and meet with anybody there. You operate from your phone, you know, mm-hmm. like just in relationship. You can invite them, though, to small groups that you know of, maybe your small group, your church, things mm-hmm. like that. But you're connecting them in relationship with you, um, connection to resources, as well as relationship to the Lord, mm-hmm. as any and all of those doors open up. Mm-hmm. So I know there's some people that have spent um, quite a bit of time with their Samaritan um, compared to, especially compared to those that have, that can't get a hold of their, of their neighbor. Right. You know? Because some of them just won't. Yeah. I mean, we've had a couple that they just won't. And the thing is, and I'm glad that we went back to this trail Um, when they call and need assistance again, and they have to call the Samaritan. I think one of the reasons that the EOCRC set it up like that is that Jeff can get a handle Mm -hmm. on, are these people just looking to have a handout Mm -hmm. and they don't want to do any of the other things to help themselves get out of this position. Right. Um, and I, I really, and honestly don't know at that point what they're going to do. I don't ever see Jeff turning somebody away for food. No. Um, but I do see him having a conversation like, like this is how we we're operate. not here mm-hmm. just to give you a handout of food. Like we want to, we want your life to be better. Yeah. Like this is not God's best for you is to be dependent on governments and yeah. Um, such things, not that we're government, mm-hmm. but. Uh, or agencies. even the churches, mm-hmm. agencies mm-hmm. and organizations, right. you know, for you to meet your most basic needs. Right. Food is a need. It's not like a an extravagance in your life. So um, I think that's why he wants it to come through the Samaritan the second mm-hmm. go around. Mm-hmm. And so eventually, if they need help again, they will reach out to you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you and I don't want you pestering them either. Right. Like my thought is. If you call them and they don't answer and you text and then maybe the next week you shoot out another text. And if you don't hear from them again Mm -hmm. or follow up with a phone call, like mine would be two texts, two phone calls within a couple of weeks. And then that's it. And the last one would be like, hey, I've tried to reach Mm -hmm. out. Um, I'm going to leave this on you now. If you need anything, here's my number. Feel free to get. And I would suggest that you do that Mm -hmm. because we're all busy. Mm-hmm. And it's not how a normal pantry works. Yeah. And so they may have even forgotten that piece of information, yeah. right? even though it had been explained to yeah. them. Um, and if they're a mom with young kids, some of those young kids take over their phones and they actually uh, delete voicemails. They read text like, for them. She She's experienced this. Yes, I have. I have a friend that has a granddaughter, but I also have a friend that has a daughter and it happens. It's, it's like, happens. I haven't heard from my friend in a while and I text her a while back. And uh, then I found her little girl was uh, just swiping them as red and like off the, fun. off the grid to get so them out of the funny. way of her game or video. I can't remember what it was. So it I happens. think, I think in Another important thing we need to mention is that when we partner you with a neighbor, we ask that you keep that neighbor for the month mm-hmm. and we will only ask you to take one. Yeah. Um, and so it it's not an over 
Like you're not going to have five families to keep up with at once. Right. And so you can concentrate on that one. And if they fall off the grid, then you'll get another one. Yeah. When that one month comes up, then I will just put your name back in the pool of people to reach out to. So anything else you want to share? I don't think so. Okay. So if you are interested in volunteering as a Samaritan, now that you've heard, like, I, I think it was so interesting when I was doing these, uh, the series, people like throughout the whole series from the beginning to the end, people were like the advisors, the easiest and people were like the Samaritans, the easiest. And what I realized is they hadn't actually done the other, but they had done the one they were talking about. And it was easier than they had realized. <laughs> than they had thought. Yeah. I mean, I think you're the only one that I know of that like that I've personally talked Mm -hmm. to that has done the advisor and the Samaritan Mm -hmm. both, but I know there's other people, but it was just kind of interesting. Their take, no, this is easier. No, this is easier. Okay. So which one do you volunteer for this one? Well, that's why they said it was easier, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Meaning it's not like it is set up to share the load and Mm -hmm. for it to not be on one. Right. And so, um, we had a really cool story from Friday and um, we had an older lady come in. She's raising three of her grandkids and she was 74. My heart goes out to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have one and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. um, but she came in with a younger lady and this younger lady was just somebody in the Jones community mm-hmm. that saw a need saw this grandma struggling. Their girls are involved in some of the same things that her kids are involved in. And she has just taken her under a wing. She has taken her under a wing. She knew she needed help. She knew she had like, she needed other help besides just food. Mm -hmm. And so she's been like this Samaritan to this lady already. Mm -hmm. And it just blessed me because I thought, um, like to me, it was almost confirmation of the Lord saying it organically does happen. Yes. yes. And so it doesn't make it any less important that we are intentionally making right. it happen. Right. Um, yeah, we are supposed to care for one another. Right. And so, um, I think we're going to handle that one differently mm-hmm. and we will probably reach out to the grandma, mm-hmm. but our main communication is probably going to be with the other, the, the community mm-hmm. person yeah. Yeah. and just how can we help you? How can we assist you? And I thought, man, if this, if this goes and the more people that come in to get help, the more people that are, um, subject to Samaritans, Mm -hmm. like it will naturally and organically just start happening because it's what they've taken in. It's what they've experienced. Yeah, it's great. It was a multiplication Mm -hmm. factor. Yeah. So if you're somebody that wants to volunteer, um, in any capacity Mm -hmm. or you haven't heard of a capacity, I know like, um, we need somebody to coordinate the brown bag summer lunch program because the lady that's coordinating it now has stepped down. There's somebody that's seeking the Lord mm-hmm. about whether um, they should take it or not. Um, there's also a need for f- a food drive coordinator, somebody that just coordinates the food drives in the community with the schools, with the businesses, with organizations, things like mm-hmm. that. And so there's there's things that haven't been talked about, but particularly we need lots and lots of advisors and Samaritans. Mm-hmm. And so if you feel led to do that, contact your church to see if they're a partner church with the EOCRC. If so, they'll hook you up with the volunteer coordinator. Otherwise, if they're not, or if you don't attend a church, you should come check us out. But, and I don't mean us, I mean like any of our churches, right. but um, the number for the EOC Resource Center is 405-297-4998, or you can go online at eocrc.org. 
and um, you can just uh, contact, leave a message. If, if nobody answers, Jeff will get back to you. But um, contact us. Let us know what's on your heart. Ask mm-hmm. more questions if you have more questions. Absolutely. This series is just to bring awareness to our community mm-hmm. about what the Eastern Oklahoma County Resource Center does and is all about. Mm-hmm. So, amen. amen. All right. Will so, you pray for us? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Lord, I thank you. Um, as I said in the early one, that, that we get the privilege to partner with you, that we get the privilege of sharing your love uh, with those around us. And Father, I'm asking for divine appointments within our community. Lord, I'm asking for divine appointments um, between Samaritan and neighbors, that your kingdom can come and that your will can be done in the eastern Oklahoma County. Mm-hmm that they will see you, that they will know you in ways that they've never known you before. And I even pray that for the people that volunteer. Yes. That through this, that they will know you in ways that Mm -hmm. they've never known you before. I thank you that we have ears to hear and hearts that are ready to receive, that are quick to obey the things that you've put in us to do. Mm Mm-hmm. And I thank you that you are the empowering power to do all of those things, that it's not in us, but it's you living through us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.